Ba 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 ba. It's the Full Fat Podcast, starring Matt Whittle, Terry Merking, and your host <laughs> Charlie Lilly. I'm drinking that. It's actually the host uh, Matt Whittle, but yes, uh, there you go. Uh, I was absolutely positively blown away by that. Thank you. Um, I thought that was really quite something. Thank you. Um, yeah, just a, just I'll a little trouble at the end there. Not quite your tempo, was it? No, not, not quite my tempo, not quite my tempo. I honestly uh, thought you were going to do the Mario theme again. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie to you. That I'm the only <laughs> No, but you, instead you really brought it improv. home. <laughs> a, a fantastic improv. And then, you, you. and then you went to speaking and, and introduced us all. Fantastic. Thank you. We I don't even just, need to do intros now. We should just Brilliant. take a clip of that and just put it at every... Thank you. No, I'll take that. I'll get someone to add like some auto-tunes, some like, backing music. <laughs> yeah, That'll be yeah. the jingle, yeah. That'll be the opening jingle. This is the Full Fat Podcast, as you know, because Shiley just pointed out. <laughs> and uh, each week we talk about what we've seen, we uh, run through the pop culture gamut, and uh, for the next couple of weeks we'll be reviewing WandaVision, and we usually review an episode of Clone Wars a week, but we didn't get to one this week. Because of WandaVision, um, it's a double bill this week, so we're going to review both of those in this episode, and then next week, I think it's Jewel of the Droids, is it? Last week it was Rookies, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so Jewel of the Droids, I think so. Um, what have you guys been up to this week? What have you seen? Um, I've been watching a bit of Peep Show. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's been hmm. great fun, great fun. We watched um, them together, didn't we? We did, we did. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been weird because I've only seen odd episodes that you've shown me, so it's kind of weird to put them together, but it's very funny. Oh, uh, okay. really oh, so you watched it from the start? Yeah. See, I've only watched, I watched like the first... I think I watched the first five episodes of the first season, and then since then I've pretty much just been watching random episodes that Matt and Adam people have showed me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, because I think it's one of those shows that you can pretty much watch. Yeah, you can watch yeah, it in any order. It's still hilarious. Yeah, it, it's more about the limbo of their lives never really changing, isn't it? And yeah, like, exactly. You know, yeah, they can't, yeah. they can't, that, they can't actualize anything they want to do. It's all based on like. <laughs> In their heads, oh, if I shoulda, woulda, coulda. Exactly, um, overthinking it. Yeah, oh, it's it's just hilarious. I I do think you can just you can just watch a random episode for twenty minutes. Definitely and get like you know your shot of comedy. For that even. I think 100%. it's also really interesting how people either relate to Jeremy or to Mark. Yeah, I've heard so like, many people go like, "Oh, you're definitely a Mark. You're definitely a Jeremy." <laughs> to, to associated people, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah that's so true. true. That yeah, is true. Yeah. I do think for they sure. represent like the most inert awful parts of yourself do you yes. know what I mean yeah. and, and, then, and then also like you know that they can be quite manipulative horrible people can't oh they? yeah definitely yeah so uh, what are we saying guys Who's who feels they're a Mark who feels they're a Jeremy okay so I'd say between me and Charlie I'm definitely Mark and he's definitely Jeremy yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then in other contexts wait 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 so what was Jeremy what was Mark again just to clarify uh, Jeremy's like the one that's like gonna make his music hit and you know he's like <laughs> Completely Advice. directionless. Always and... falling in love with different women. <laughs> <laughs> really quickly. <laughs> and uh, and Mark's funny. just like an absolute coward that decides to make things up instead of telling the truth to the people around him. So he's just an uh, absolute knobhead. Total That's stick funny. in the mud as Yeah, well. total stick in the mud. That's funny. Although I don't know if I do that. I'm quite upfront, yeah. aren't I? Yeah, what true. qualities do I have of Mark, you'll tell me? Um, I don't know. I suppose... You get flustered and frustrated, <laughs> as Mark does, over tiny things yeah. quite easily. Well, like when the when something doesn't go to plan. Yeah. Like, oh, God damn. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, or when, like, how do we put it? Like, when, oh, well, the best way to explain it is kind of like when something has gone wrong, but you shouldn't say what it is that's gone wrong. 
but because it's like not I don't know like correct to say around certain people for example mm. but you still say it anyway that's kind of like what Mark does do you know what, do you know what I'm trying to say what, so it's like, it's like there's an awkward thing that would be better left unsaid yes but and the person in the room you shouldn't say it and yes. he just says it anyway yeah, 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 oh, okay yeah. you're saying that's neat yes, oh yes, okay yeah. fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic yeah. amazing <laughs> I, I think I'm definitely more of a, a jazz than a mark I relate to jazz's issues more than mark oh no you're super hands <laughs> <laughs> you love a bit of cracks more-ish yeah. do you know I'm, I'm, I'm on my crack pipe right now <laughs> It's the only way I can get through the no, full of that I'd, podcast. I'd just like to confirm for the, for the sponsors that we don't have. There is no crack pipe. There is no, no. <laughs> we'll take a picture. We'll prove it. This is a straight edge division podcast. Teetotalist. <laughs> and uh, Charlie, what have you been watching? I've been watching some of that sweet, sweet Cobra Kai, you know, mm. which I finished this week, the, the third season that dropped oh, on okay. Netflix. Um, and yeah, I really liked the, the season. was really good. It was kind of like... Um, it kind of like tied up the last two seasons together in a way. How many episodes is there? There's 10 episodes. And is that consistent across all the seasons? Yes. Oh, and okay. there's only 30... Uh, they're only 30 minutes long. Okay. So it's really admit, easy to digest. I must admit, the thing I, I noticed when I came in and saw you watching it yeah. um, is that like you just kept saying, like, oh, that person's from the original movie, this person's from the original movie. Like, they actually, have they got like the whole cast back? Because I'm so in the dark about it. Yeah, they've literally got everyone back apart from... Mr. Miyagi, who's not alive anymore. Um, okay. So wow. literally everyone is back. Like, even people that you think, like, have no business even, like, someone who's, like, a small character. Like, for example... Um, spoilers. I mean, spoilers, but it's not, really, it's not really that big of a spoiler. But, um, but yes. Uh, the lady in Karate Kid 2, there's a little girl who gets mm. saved in it, like, mm. from one scene. She turns up in it as an adult in this. Like, just, like... Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Like literally, like everyone is in it. They've literally brought everyone. Back I guess if they're actors yeah. that largely just did karate kids, then if they, they probably would be okay to come back, wouldn't they? Yes, like oh, I was going to take it a different angle and say I think that's real testament to the original production that the whole cast would happily come back and yes, do something definitely. else. That is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's really interesting because like, I, it's interesting. To see, for example, like, I rewatched the Karate Kid. Um, recently because of yeah, it. Yeah, I could hear. Yeah, yeah. And, um, As if I was in the room. And um, Charlie likes his TV oh, loud. Damn, do I? <laughs> you guys to tell me if it's too loud. I'll tell if anything, like I, I'm always quite intrigued with what you're watching because you'll yeah, hear like a boom crash, then you'll hear like a laugh from the TV, then you'll hear like something that completely like doesn't jive with the rest of it. And you're like, <laughs> what is he watching? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is there was one time I was sick and I was having like a weird fever dream thing and all I could hear was this weird clown music coming from Charlie's room and it was just going round and round on a loop and I was like, I'm going insane because I can't wake myself up right now. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that funny. That was horrific. Yeah, I was watching Eyes Without a Face. That's what I was watching. So it's a pretty terrifying thing. Amazing. <laughs> it's, it's funny because I've been caught a few times just like outside your door like listening to trying to hear what you guys are listening, watching. Like I'm not trying to figure out what the fuck. And then well, someone's like, do what that. are you doing? Just looking at it trying to listen to the door. I'm like, I just wanted to know what they're watching. Uh, amazing. No, but, yeah. no, but I, I do that as well. Like I'm going yeah, past yeah. and I'm like, is that? Yeah. I'm sure that's Batman Begins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, they they brought everyone back. It's um, it's it's pretty cool. And really. is this the best season? If 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 there's a time for me to jump on board, is now the time for me to go back and watch it all? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I can't really decide. I've, I've got like a close um feeling for the first season. The first season really captures like the first Karate Kid movie, and they kind of build on that with the other two these other two seasons so I mm. don't know do you know how like New Hope has the magic and even though Empire's better yes do you know what I'm saying yeah, like, it's that saying. kind of yeah, thing yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know I need to really sit and think but I 100% 
recommend watching. Like it really captures the fun and cheese and it, yeah. it doesn't. And I think what's cool, is, sorry, as I was saying when I watched the original, was that um, the guy Johnny who plays Johnny, who's the, who was the bad guy in the original, mm. he doesn't really do much in the original movie. But it's funny because he's kind of like the better actor of the two now. Okay. So he's kind of better than the actual Karate Kid. No, he's a bad actor, but like he kind of carries the show a bit more. Okay. And it's interesting because in the original Karate Kid, he doesn't really have much to do. So it's funny how he's obviously grown. I yes, imagine the people yeah, that wrote yeah. it were like, oh no, we got, he's like quite the character. Let's write. Well, that's part of what I think is so interesting about it is like the fact that they have brought everyone back and it's not like they've gone, oh, I don't know if this person's aged up into the character we want them to be. Let's yeah. recast them. But it's all like one-to-one that, that, that's incredible to me no it's really amazing it's really cool because it's like it's almost like the 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 crikey movies have become like the prequels almost to like this series <laughs> it's, it's really weird yeah like, yeah, um, yeah i think it's a really clever way of doing it definitely yeah and uh it it seems like it's got a lot more imagination but also the heart of the original film than something like the crikey remake yeah i don't think it's too bad isn't no, it okay? I, yeah. fun of it. I, I also it. think that any film production company now that has ter- put something into a television show has made absolutely the right decision because obviously no mm, films are coming out yeah. unless they're yeah, going into streaming but true. we can release tv so any any company that's made mm. a tv show any company like marvel studios wandavision oh, <laughs> 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 I think for the rest of my life now, I've just decided that the most charming, entertaining presence in any room is Paul Bettany in WandaVision. So I'm just going to live my life under that template now. I can live with that. (laughs) (laughs) Me acting like Paul Bettany is enough for me to have the allure and charm of Paul Bettany. Is that what you're saying? No. Okay, damn it. (laughs) Um, Let's try something else. (laughs) What did you guys think, Charlie? Uh, I really enjoyed the... Uh, what we got so far? Um, I went to you because Terry was sipping some tea. I yeah, want, I didn't want to catch her short. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the tea. <laughs> yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I um, I think it's. I mean, so far it seems like, uh, well, set quite like a setup. Mm. Um, obviously, mm. we talked talk about the first episode. It's quite hard to talk about just the first episode. But yeah, how shall we do this, folks? At home? <laughs> um, uh, let's talk about the first episode, and then we'll move into the second episode. And then maybe once we we've covered both, we, we can talk yeah, about yes. them. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um. Yeah, I really like, I think, first of all, I think the it's a really ballsy move from Marvel, mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, I love the fact that it's shot and kind of written like an old sitcom. Yeah. Um, re- like, to a T. Uh, even, like, some of the gags, it's really clever. I think some of the gags are, like, proper old, like, jokes, but yep. f- are relevant to, like, what we know now with Marvel and yes. the characters. It's quite clever, I thought. Like, uh, what was the... the- the bit that made us all roar. When he's like, oh, you're like a, you're like a machine. Like, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know what he's talking about. I also really enjoyed when his boss said that he uh, was really dense. He's got, he can change his density. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like little things like that I thought were really fun. And I, I really liked that it committed to the bit. Yes. I thought maybe it would be like 10 minutes of the sitcom stuff and then we'd cut to like the outside world and then we'd cut back in. But like, no, no, we're just going to... And no. all of the conflict is to do with the sitcom isn't it it's like oh yes. our boss is coming to dinner like I need to get the, the turkey done. I need the steamed hams yep. principal skinner it's all like mundane sitcom Absolutely. problems and I'd really like to not congratulate I can't think of the right word but like talk about how well the acting's done like all of the actors you can tell they've done their research they know exactly what they need to do for this style and they've committed to it and I, I think you have to be a really talented committed actor to be able to work through the styles and right, know what yeah. you're doing. So 
I'm yeah. Yeah, because Olsen and Bethany they're both sort of like playing up to that like per- we're the perfect couple mm. in the in the fifties. Yeah. Like, everything's all rosy. Well, even the way they move, like yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. They pick stuff up. It's like I mean, we good. knew Elizabeth Olsen had that range, and well, we knew Paul Bettany had that range. But I mean, in terms of playing the vision, mm. it's been very one note, hasn't it? And it's been great to see him flex his chops and do Absolutely. kind of similar sort of acting to what we've seen in some of his best roles. Hundred percent. Because I think Paul Bettany is like a fantastic actor, and I 100%. think. When I heard him, when he was originally cast, like, at The Vision, I was like, oh, this is quite exciting, because I mm. think he, he could really bring something, and I feel like they never really quite gave him something to do, which is, I think was my most excited, like, part about mm-hmm. this show, is mm. that, oh, okay, finally we get to see, I feel like, him flex his chops yeah. a bit more. Yeah, and I, I think it just goes to show that within these big Marvel Universe team-up films, like Infinity War and Endgame, there's so many actors that could hold their own in their own lead show. And they've proven that now. Do you know what I mean? Like Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany, they've got like a substantial uh, storyline in Infinity War and Endgame, mm. but they're not like the focal point, are they? No. They don't They don't lead the show. Whereas this, it's like, you watch two minutes of it, you're like, yep, they can totally carry this. Yeah. this and you actually said, I would just watch two hours of Paul Bettany doing this, didn't you, at one point? I would. Him doing all the clowning around and like, you know, oh, well, this is in the second episode. But, like, but yeah, you know, the th- things that happen in the second episode, particularly, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> yeah. The way he's, like, trying to play off that he's human and trying to fit in with the guys. <laughs> like, like, what was the, the bit where he, he puts the chewing gum in his mouth? Oh, this then... is the second episode, though. Oh. We'll just... talk about it in, like, oh, ten, okay, minutes, okay, okay, like okay. ten minutes. Like, ten minutes. Back to the first episode. Back to the first back episode. First. <laughs> I also think they have, they're, like, really well paired. They have really good chemistry together. Yes. Mm. And they bounce off each other really, really well. Definitely. Which is really yeah, nice like, to see. Unlike some uh, couples in the Marvel universe. Yes, yes. Sometimes it does feel like they're just put together because it's like, oh, well, they do it in the comics or which we need is, a romance here. Which is referenced in a Full Fat Videos video about WandaVision, which you can catch on the Full Fat Videos YouTube channel. Damn. Thanks, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, I, I really liked the whole setup. Love that it committed to the bit. And I was I was just smiling from ear to ear, and it, it it's been so long since we had some MCU content. Mm. When that like uh, the intro flashed up, it was weird seeing it on TV. It was weird, but it was also like it was like oh cool, we're back. This is nice. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I've fallen into the trap, and I felt quite warm actually when it came on, and I was ah. like, damn, they've got me. <laughs> yeah, they've got me. I don't know why. I don't know why either. Why I feel that way. I just I think it's because the last time we were fully invested in the MCU, there wasn't a global pandemic. That's you know, that's, that's affected all our lives in a dramatic way across the last <laughs> year. So to see the MCU come back is kind of like some familiarity that we haven't had in a long time. I think you've summed it up right there. I think that's exactly it. Yeah, definitely. And also credit to the people that have made it. They've made, well, so far, two damn good episodes yeah. that, you know, I'm, I want to watch more. Definitely. Yes, as long as the storytelling's there. Definitely. And it's also sort of proven you don't need a hundred million to make Wonder Vision and to make Wonder and Vision work as characters, it's like they're just in a sitcom Absolutely. sort of scenario. Yeah. It's also genius because they must have had a conversation when they were pitching this, going, "Don't worry, we're going to get the film actors, but it's not going to have a film budget. It's going to mm. be like a sitcom budget mm. <laughs> every episode. Don't worry." I mean, obviously, bigger things are going to happen, aren't they? Yes. yes. And for the first two episodes, they kept it relatively grounded. Yes. And by the looks of it, they'll keep the same cast and just keep using those in the different styles. Oh, well, all the townspeople. Yeah, so like the guy yeah. who looks like Ross in Friends with the moustache, <laughs> oh, yeah. he's been in both episodes mm. and there's been like various other people yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so far, the, um, the casting outside of them, I think as well, has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, what's the actress's name, or the actor's name? 
who plays the next door neighbour. She's really funny. Oh, I know who you mean. She's playing Agatha Harkness, isn't she? Yeah, she's really funny. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. her in a few things. I can't remember. She's been in like some Will Ferrell comedies, I'm pretty sure, isn't she? Yeah. 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 No, yeah. She's she's already fan great. Yeah. I love her in it. And then the... Catherine Han? That's it. Catherine yeah. Han, yeah. And then the boss... And his wife. I've seen them in a million things. Yes. The boss, it was really bothering me because I was like, I've seen you in so many things. I, I couldn't, couldn't name them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know she's from that 70s show. Yes. But I, I, I can't tell you their names. What's the... She's also in Friends. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, they were fantastic. Yeah, they were I love how we kept kept complaining about everything. <laughs> like, oh, and she's but, like, no, it's fine, dear. Like, <laughs> do you know what I'm really enjoying? When something goes wrong, yeah. characters sort of notice, but then... Again, just go back to normal as if nothing's happened. <laughs> I actually yeah. found that really hilarious. It's it's also it's I don't know if I'm looking too deeply into this because obviously it's just a storyline, but it, I think it's also a comment on like the society back then because they were all like blinkered and turning a blind eye yeah. and being like everything's great yeah, and perfect. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, good for yeah. I mean, so. we, we were talking about that as we were going through, weren't we? Like just some of the ways they live their lives. Oh and, yeah, like, like all the whole like housewife thing. <laughs> yeah, is just yeah. but they do it in a tongue-in-cheek way. Like it's kind of a oh, we know this is Definitely. stupid, but yes, we, this yeah. is what it was. Definitely. So yeah, like no, it kept making me laugh that like. Um, <laughs> like when something will go wrong oh, again it's the second episode I'm just about to talk about it's so annoying <laughs> but basically it just, I thought it was funny when something goes wrong and like they would be like oh like the world's gonna turn and then as soon as they find a solution they're like ah oh, like they're, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, it was just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that and it was very yeah. um, bewitched to the way she was yes. like moving all the stuff around the kitchen definitely. and I really yeah, enjoyed that I definitely. loved that because I think bewitched is fantastic and when uh, Paul Bettany did that little like shake of his head as he turns into like human uh, <laughs> yeah. vision little sparkles come yeah. up yeah that was good I think it was also nice because there's that one scene in Infinity War where he's not got all the makeup on and I think that's the most emotive Mm. moment for vision outside of like you know like when he's like uh, murdered twice yeah, yeah. awesome scene yeah. um, <laughs> and it's really nice for him to like once again get a couple of scenes where it's just Paul Bettany like he gets free reign over his face and um, you free know free reign over his face that's <laughs> <laughs> something we all desire free reign over my own face <laughs> 100%, you no? don't have free reign over your face <laughs> you will wear this purple makeup <laughs> and mind stone <laughs> uh, I think Judging from the fact that we've tried to talk about the second episode repeatedly. It's time. The, yeah, the, the, the meat of the story is episode two, isn't it? Yes. That's where we had the most fun. Okay, sure. so do you have any more moments in episode one before we move on to episode two that you would like to mention? Uh, I just like the the um, first episode sort of had... I liked how stripped down it was. I just liked it was just mm. like the tension was, they got out of this dinner, they got proved that they're not wandering vision, essentially. Mm. And... Like the shenanigans that happen, like I do really like episodes like that because I think, especially like they do, they nail down on the tension. You, yes. you when you have like a central focus, I feel like you can really like yes. have some fun with it, and that's what, exactly what I did. I had fun with it. So um, I feel like almost the secret to it is, yes, there's this mystery that's building, and there's these weird things that are happening, but. If WandaVision, the show, was actually just those sitcom episodes, I'd still watch it. Yeah, yes, yes. yes, that's the most important yeah. part, I think, that yeah. had to work for this to work. Yes. Yeah, like you're, you're being pulled along by the innocuous conflicts yes. as much as you are the mystery. Exactly. Yes. I also think it's a really clever idea because it appeals to all audiences. Like, you've got the people who sat and watched these TV shows when they were younger who will go, oh, yeah, that's really cool because mm. I remember mm. when TV was like this. Yeah. And then you've got, like, us who are aware of those things. Mm. And then you've got, like, a whole younger audience who've never seen anything like this before. That so was my thought, really though. I did think. Mm. I'm not, I wonder how... 
much how well it does with younger audiences. With like kids, for example, who like watch love the yeah. Avengers and stuff, and yeah. probably want to get their parents to get them to watch the new One Division show. Do you know what I mean? I, yes. I'm curious to see how that plays out and how well it does on Disney Plus. Yes. As a whole, I'm I very think it's going to do smashingly. I hope so. Also, I, I do think that's interesting because. I was trying to think of it in the lens of like if I was seven years old. Yeah, same. I think I'd be a bit confused as what's going mm. on. Like it's not got the whiz bang of like Infinity War, has yes, it? No. Um, but I think a seven-year-old would probably watch it with their parents, who would be like, "Haha, this is great. This is why yes. it's happening." Also, I do think children like to be challenged. Mm. And do you know what I mean? I think if, if I think if I was the age I was, perhaps when I like discovered Doctor Who when I was watching this, yes. I think I would have been absolutely oh, obsessed it. with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, so. Yeah, I, I do think it will play well with kids. Also, funny that you said that, because yesterday, I haven't told you this, my mum was on the phone to me, and she was like, what's this new thing with Paul Bettany? I really want to watch it. Now, back when I was a kid, my mum used to take me to see all these Marvel movies, right? And she would hate it. There'd be a few that she'd love. She thought the Raimi Spider-Men were good. She thought a couple of the X-Men were good, but like she hated the Ang Lee Hulk. Like, you know, those yeah, kind of, yeah, the Fantastic yeah. Four, she was like, absolutely dreadful, right? Yeah, yeah your mum said to me before that she's so happy that you got older and were able to go to cinema for yourself so she didn't have to take you anymore. That's hilarious, yeah. Cause I've heard her say that to a million people and I didn't know she said it to you, but that's that's news to me. Um, yeah, so she's obviously like super happy. She didn't have to watch anything sort of like, you know, post Iron Man, really. Um, yeah, and she's going to me, yeah, I really want to watch it. What's it called? The thing where they're in the 50s. It looks really interesting. And I'm like, and my mouth's just like shocked. Because <laughs> I don't think I could ever drag her to like anything super related, you know, for as long as I live. And she's sitting there going, but the irony was, she was like, yeah, where can I watch it? Where can I watch it? It's on Disney Plus. Oh, I'll just give it a miss then. <laughs> um, but I did think maybe we could give her the account. Give her the account yes, you know, of yeah. course we can. Yeah, I've got a Netflix for Christmas. So maybe next year I'll get I'll get her all the streaming subscriptions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't really thought it through though because obviously it's a nice gesture, but then this year when it came up to the one year, she was like, Are "You know, get me the Netflix again." And I'm thinking, "Hang on a minute, I've bought a Christmas present for life, haven't I?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I considered doing it for my grandparents, getting them Netflix, but then after seeing that it has to roll every year, I yeah. was like. That's the thing, it's an investment, isn't it? It is, and it if is. if I get a Disney Plus as well, then I'm buying both of those. And then if, if one year you're like, nah, you're not getting Netflix this year, it's just cruel, isn't it? It's just horrible. But equally, right, I don't get the brownie points because it's not like she's actively thinking when she looks at her presents, oh, I've got my Netflix subscription as well this year. Thank you, Matt. Mm. So, you know, I don't even get to cash it in on the brownie you know points. It's a good sum. <laughs> not everything's about brownie points, Matt. Sometimes you give to be nice. Look, you've not met my mother. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> we do everything on brownie points. <laughs> I tried to set up Netflix for my nan and granddad, and uh, they still go, oh, I can't figure out how to use it. I'm like, there's a, there's a button on your controller that says Netflix in big red letters. You do just press it. That's uh, and like, funny. Netflix is the easiest one to use. Like, Disney Plus, the UI is so terrible. Yeah, it, is. it doesn't move on to the next episode easily. Oh, you can't no. find stuff. Sorry, Disney, but you've got to. <laughs> Get some work. Yeah, on Disney that. just crying into their piles of money right now ah, after just watching their show. As they listen to the full fat podcast, <laughs> wiping their tears away with the money. <laughs> episode two. Episode two. It was. It was a. It's a similar sort of setup, isn't it? But this time they've got to perform for a magic show, and I thought it was really sweet that it's like, oh well, we can do actual magic, but we've got to like fool them because real magic shows are fake, aren't they? Like because they've got that sort of inhuman trait, haven't they? Of like, oh, those funny humans, like we can do all this stuff ourselves, but we're just gonna have to fool them. I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. Um, I loved, loved, loved the scene 
where uh, Paul Bettany walks uh, into the library and he's talking to them and he and he, he's chewing the gum and then you, you see, don't you, it's a drawing of hogs <laughs> yes. getting caught. Yeah, I great. thought that was fantastic. That was yes, because probably in the original sitcom when it was around that time, the husband would have gotten drunk and everyone would have thought that was really funny. So they found an, yeah. a more wholesome and like nicer way to do it yeah. that also worked with his anatomy. And also, Sorry. like, I think if there was a robot in a show of that era... You would look inside him, and it would be like cogs like that. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? it's like, true. Now, now with all these like androids and stuff in multimedia, it's like, oh, you know, they're made of like all these cells. But <laughs> back here, it's like, nope, he's got the cogs stuck. Now he's drunk. <laughs> um, I, also, I love the line where they went to feed him the gum, and he was like, oh, it's um, I, I don't go in for like mastication, and he's like, oh, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. His actor's reaction was hilarious. Like, oh, he was fantastic. Like, I, I don't do that. that, was, that was it brilliant. was him later, wasn't it? That was like, what's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's, he's a great. very very strong cast Definitely. all way, all round. Yeah, I I can't wait to see them all in like the seventies get up, eighties get up. Do you know what I mean? It's gonna be really fun each yeah. week. Yes, definitely. What did you think of the magic show? I thought the magic show was uh, hilarious because I thought I just loved the idea of him being obviously like this. I guess, I guess drunk even though he's just got chewing gum in him and uh, just being super weird and like oh I'm just gonna do all my magic anyway that I have like I mean I'm just <laughs> gonna do them and like she's and then I love the whole thing of like Wanda's trying to fi- got to figure out yeah, yeah. how to make it look realistic yes, of sort course. of thing um, and you're right you're right Terry because it's playing on those stereotypes isn't it of like oh the husband's supposed to be the provider but yeah. he's been caught up in a wacky situation <laughs> where it turns out the wife's got to save his <laughs> baby so oh my goodness. Yeah. I also think they do a really clever job of making a situation that is not relatable at all so relatable because yeah. we've all had that drunk we've friend we've all had a magic show, <laughs> <laughs> had a magic show. <laughs> no I mean we've all had that drunk friend or partner that we've had to like try and get home yes um, Terry we have uh, <laughs> It's always you, darling. <laughs> you fall asleep when we go out with my friends on the grass. That's true. You once, you once like sort of like took me by the hand as we were coming back, and I was just sort of so steaming drunk. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she was like, "Do you want to just lay down on Josh's bed for a bit?" Yeah, yeah. I laid there, and then I don't know what else happened. I think I just woke yeah, up. No, yeah, I got you home, yeah. but it was like. Well, since we got this sidetrack, I also had to pick Matt off of the. Uh, pavement of the end side of a road out of a cab uh, after being sick as well so uh, yeah look look your, your early 20s are a time they should be spent partying um, and, and that's, that's all I have to say about those years of my life those pre-rona years where we could party yeah it's okay look once the pandemic's over you're going to be seeing Matt Whittle falling outside onto the pavement 24-7, <laughs> right? Oh, no. <laughs> Should we just leave him there? Oh, I would. <laughs> That's comforting. You two are the mugs for picking me up. <laughs> to be fair, I did say that if he'd thrown up in a taxi and been sat on the side, I would have just left him. <laughs> you're very brave for picking him up. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but yes, the magic show. I love that he tried to levitate and then it was like there was different reasons like oh now she's got a robe and there was that last one where he phases the hat for his body and then the excuse is mirrors yeah, that was fantastic yeah. to see the that crowd go is that even how mirrors work <laughs> yeah like, I just love that the wire just popped in yeah. and they yes. went oh that's <laughs> yeah. it like <laughs> that was a but they were all it. about to like riot and get their pitchforks yeah. and like start stabbing yeah. them and then suddenly they're like I, oh that's fine I think it might be the most sophisticated most well-realised comedy of the MCU. Because it's not like... You know when they sort of take the cheap shots like in Doctor Strange where it's like, Drake 
Eminem, Rihanna. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, he's like listing off stuff like that, like one yeah, word yeah. names, and you're a bit like, oh, this isn't really working with the movie. It's a bit mm. cringe. Mm. Like, none of the jokes didn't land in these no, first two episodes. And they were all so well constructed because yes. they're meant to be a part of the sitcom. Yes. I was just, every time I was like, oh, that's clever. Oh, that's funny. And then sometimes I would actually like laugh out loud. Yes. Definitely. Um, it's because it works ultimately as a sitcom itself. That's why it's so good. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's why yeah. it works like. Although we know that things are not right, and I think that's the I think that's what's really good about it is that mm. you're watching a sitcom, and yeah, it's fun to watch a sitcom on its own, but also you have this alluring thing of like, what's happening? Like, yeah, what's mm-hmm. going wrong? So like, there's constantly something to be like questioning mm. as an audience, something to be intrigued by, something to keep watching. And it- do you know what was a really nice twist, which I wasn't expecting? The whole rewind thing. Oh yeah, because there's a there's a moment towards oh, the end, isn't true. there, where the the beekeeper comes out of the drain, which yeah. I thought was awesome because it it felt like a bit it, yeah, really coming creepy. out of the sewers. Um, and there's been a few things like that, isn't there? Yeah, like there was a very life on Mars type moment oh, where with the radio, yeah, yeah, they're trying to get through on the radio, and that used to happen all the time, like life on Mars and Ashes to Ashes, which has a similar sort of setup. For those who don't know, it's like Sam Tyler, the main character, gets put into the seventies. Uh, in Britain and there's people communicating in the present that try and sort of like pull him out but he's sort of like he doesn't know whether he's in a dream in like the past or whatever Um, and that was definitely sort of it definitely felt like it was riffing on that sort of uh, maybe not intentionally but it was definitely riffing on that sort of idea and that was a joy to see Um, and I'm really excited for how they're going to play that going into more and more episodes because surely more and more weird stuff's going to happen more and more of the real world is going to try and bleed in and try and contact Wanda I'm not unconvinced that either some of the townsfolk are real mm. and Wanda's brought them into her illusion. Because you know mm. how the woman she was that speaking to at the, um, you know, when they were sort of planning the magic show, mm-hmm. there was that woman she was like, oh, I don't know really know how I've gotten here. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. and she's yeah. sort of saying similar weird things. So I yeah. think she's real. Mm. And I think a couple of the other townsfolk are real. And then some of them are just... I've just, seen just imagination. a theory that Catherine Han, who plays Agnes, mm. is the villain of this. Well, in the comics, she's a witch. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So that's why she's a witch in the trailer with the Halloween thing. Yes, yes. yes. Also, fun fact, Agatha Harkness, um, Rusty Davies, when he was creating uh, Doctor Who, when he was reviving Doctor Who in 2005, Captain Jack Harkness is based, the name oh. is based on Agatha Harkness. Oh, that's wow. Cool. Yeah, that's a little... Checking those tissue, Jockey yeah. Who facts. I, I did also think, whilst we were watching Wonder Who, um, <laughs> that Paul Bettany would be a fantastic Doctor. Absolutely fantastic. Oh my God, yeah. He's got the build, he's got the look, he's got the mannerisms. Oh my God, yeah. He was, why have we never thought yeah. this before? Well, I guess he's a, he's a movie tier actor, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. I don't think he'd go near Doctor Who yeah. now. Maybe a revival. Mm. You know, if I ever get a chance to bring it back... In 20 years. Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. Top tier. Also, he'd be the right age where he'd sort of be Capaldi age, mm. wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, that is just a perfect choice. Salt and pepper Paul Bettany as the Doctor. Oh, I'm my sorry. God. I'm sorry, but we need okay. to talk more about this. Uh, we need to have a little Photoshop. I need to Photoshop. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Get away, leave me. I need to Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> you think that just he's joking. the podcast halfway through. <laughs> we'll join back in a minute. This is how it happens. <laughs> we'll just be doing something and suddenly he's Photoshopping. <laughs> Three, two, one. Rasterizing layer. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying that to me recently I've been enjoying that yeah well we always laugh about it don't we because it's yeah. like 
what does rasterize mean? We don't know what it means. We just do it as a process in our photoshops. So now I just like to let him know, you know, yeah. even if he's working in the, in, <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the delivery, I'm just like, oh, one sec, mate, mate. I'm just, uh, just going to rasterize this layer. <laughs> the only experience <laughs> I have with Photoshop is when I tried to put your head on Obi-Wan Kenobi and that's been my only ever Photoshop and I've never touched it. It was a noble effort. I don't, yeah, it wasn't bad. There was the light coming off the saber and everything. Well, I, think, I think you'd be really good at Photoshop. Honestly, Thanks. I think I think yeah. a lot of people would be, and Definitely. most of the time, yeah, it's like it's just very basic things, isn't it? That like with a YouTube tutorial, like I think you could like Definitely. you could you could pick up. Um, yeah. I know a lot of the things I do on Photoshop, like back when I was working in offices and stuff. Back when that was a thing, offices, eh? Do you remember those? <laughs> yeah. um, you could do like very basic cutouts and stuff, and people would think you're Houdini. <laughs> yes. But it's like it's not you're you're actually not a whiz no. at Photoshop. It's just like a few things, but like it's very it's very easy. I think. To enjoy Photoshop from the off, whereas I think something like Premiere Pro or like any sort of editing software, I think you need to get you know some level of proficiency before you start getting the payoffs. Yeah. But um, also, just yeah. the idea of slapping images together is just like funny, and you're just fun. Yes, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it feels really creative. It gives me some sort of feeling that like drawing gives me a little bit. Yeah, the, the moment where I think I really hit my shoulder with Photoshop in terms of enjoyment was when I started looking at it as like the same way I would enjoy doing a drawing. Yes. It's like if I can create smoke using like paint layers and all these sorts of effects mm. and stuff, I'm like, well, I'm creating a collage, aren't I? Like yeah. I'm essentially like just drawing. Definitely. Um, yeah, that definitely makes it a lot of fun. I want to start like experimenting with drawing on the page, scanning stuff in and, and then, then manipulating it. that with Photoshop. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's maybe compositing like real images with drawings and stuff. I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah, I think that'd be really, really fun. I've got a question. Mm. Uh, what do you guys think who do you who do you think's on the radio? So that radio that keeps calling Wanda. Who do you think that is? Um, or do you think it, who do you think it could be revealed to be? Or yeah. Well, I was going to say actually that, that oh. that's reminded me that I'm pretty shocked there wasn't any kind of um, like big reveals. Do you know what mm. I mean? It wasn't like the first episode of Mandalorian where it's like, oh, baby Yoda. Mm, what the, does that mean? Like there was nothing like that, and I, I think that's almost. It almost bodes really well for the rest of the episodes because it says to me that they're not banking on like big shock twists or like yeah. legacy characters. It's just going to be like, no, this is the story and this is where Definitely. we're going to go. Um, which gives me it, uh, the confidence that has gives me confidence in the next couple of episodes. Yes. Definitely. And how many episodes are there? Do you know? I think there's six left. I think there's eight. There's eight. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think is going on? What do you think is the mystery? Should we put in our predictions now and see in a few weeks' time? how correct we are I think I think Wanda has either been tricked into creating this situation and Agatha Harkness is behind it or someone else is behind it in some way or she accidentally did it and someone is profiting off of the situation do you know what I mean mm-hmm. but that's what I can't work out right now did Agatha Harkness or whoever the villain is push her into creating this reality or did she do this herself, do you know what I mean? Like, did she snap? Mm. Did she have like a, an episode yeah, and then she it... went, oh, okay, this is my mm. new reality. Because that's, I think that's what happens in the comics when she does um, like House of M. She has like a breakdown and then she remoulds reality in her in her image. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's what I'm, I'm, I'm hovering over at the moment. I'm like, has she ch- chosen to do this? Or has someone made her do it? Mm. And how does this, uh, do we have, so we don't have any explanation in terms of where this fits in the timeline of the MCU at all. No. So we don't know. It's after Endgame, isn't it? So it is That's after Endgame. So like, yeah, so I'm thinking, is it, you know, instead of them them dying, they've gone to some... Yeah, see, my thought is it's between Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, so when they... Thing. Yeah, some... When she turns into dust, this is what's happening to her. This is what I imagined almost. Oh, okay. Oh, what, so like, when... 
when she like dusts at the end of uh, Infinity War, this is like sort of like the fever dream. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was my thought. I, I kind of imagined, yeah, that's similar thing as well. Yeah. I think I they've confirmed it's after Endgame. Okay. Okay. All right. But and obviously, it's all is, up for grabs. Yeah, of course. Is Vision actually there, or is Vision a part of her reality? Because um, when he says, when she's like, is this happening? And he's like, yes, darling, it is. That made me think that he is just part of this world. He's not really there. But then that also yeah. made me think that he's a man of, like, logic, isn't he? Because he's a computer. So wouldn't that just be his answer anyway? Do you know what I mean? Like, because he'd be like, well, there's no way that I wouldn't have picked up on the fact that we're in a fake, like, this is happening. Yeah. I don't know. That, I, I, I think that. she's created him, but I wouldn't be shocked if he comes back in a tangible way by the end of the series. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I feel like this is setting up that he will come back. Yeah. Which is always a tricky subject for you, isn't it? Bringing people back. Well, I actually spoke about this on the WandaVision video. I, I person, my personal take is, I don't really like resurrections in any sort of media. I think it's very messy. There's there's a few exceptions to the rule. Like I, like, I do like Wonder Woman 1984, for example. Spoilers. I like that the resurrection is tied to wishing... And mm. do you know what I mean? It's like a magical reality. That for me, when it's a magical reality, I can get behind it a bit more. When it's like, oh, we've brought you back, like in Doctor Who, when they bring people back, and it's because of some like space magic, wibbly like, wobbly, wibbly wobbly thing. Sometimes, sometimes it can get a bit much. However, if you're gonna do the rigmarole and bring someone back, I think bring them back for good. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't kill them again immediately because yes. that says to me that the, the first death ends up being a bit innocuous. Yes. Mm. If you're gonna if you're gonna bring someone back, which is a big deal and it is very reality breaking, you need to like have a good reason for definitely. resurrecting someone. Don't go through the the palaver again, surely. Yeah, definitely, and I think it's important to like not ruin the stakes in that as well, because I think the big problem with I had with The Kingsman Two is that the half the movie is spent trying to revive Colin. Oh, um, Colin, Colin Firth, Colin Firth's yeah. uh, character, um, and I it kind of wait. I'm like, what's the point? And it also yeah. kind of makes it, oh, you can bring him back, you can get shot in the head and bring back, and like that. Yeah. When that happens, I think sometimes it's like, oh, I don't feel any danger for anyone. Yeah, because yeah. Because you could do that. I think that's a perfect example because, again, like Wonder Woman, it's a wish. Mm. Oh, it's like a genie thing. It's completely magical. Yeah, okay, I can buy that. It's it's, a complete, it's completely removed from our reality. But like a gun thing, like a piece of technology that like you yeah. wrap around your head and then it puts gel in your brain and then it, yeah. it rewires. Like, it's just... It's so far removed from the reality of Kingsman, which is still a heightened reality, but there is obviously a line mm. where you've gone too far, and that yes. for me, I agree, it completely crosses into like absolute anarchy. That that movie is a mess. No, yeah, Maybe no. Vision is just a Force ghost. Hopefully, Star Wars versus Marvel—that's going to be so awesome. <laughs> Please, Disney, give it to me. <laughs> Please don't. I think the wish thing. What you said about the wishing. I think what's good about wishes is that they usually have like a catch. And that's what I yeah. like about wishes is like yeah. you can have this thing, but usually, and I always like that trope. Mm. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. If they come back, but there's a cost or a price, then that is also more palatable, isn't it? Like when Jon Snow comes back in Thrones, and it's sort of like he's almost still sort of dead, and his world isn't quite right. Like mm. that, that interests me. That Definitely. is like a reason to bring the character back because you've created new storytelling opportunities. Yes. But yes. if you're just going to bring someone back. Because you want to have the happy ending and you, you, you didn't want to commit to the death. That is just weak to me. Exactly, yeah. Any other thoughts on episode two? Um, Any other favourite moments or gags? I just thought it was a really strong start. 
Really? I just think it's neat. <laughs> I just think it's really cool. <laughs> I just, uh, <laughs> uh, I just can't get enough of, like, Paul Bettany. Like, I can't expect. Like, I think, I think he he captures like what I love about him in Solo. In this, in terms yeah. of like that, like, like laughing everything off, kind of. I, I don't ever. To... I don't ever think that Paul Bettany isn't having a great time. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So therefore, I'm yes. having a great time. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. When he puts that part of himself where he has like a zest for life into the roles, which I don't. Again, I don't think he's had the chance to redo with Vision. Yes, no. It is a robotic performance, for lack of a better word. Mm. Um, he's had some real moments to shine, but I do also think his relationship has been strengthened by Wanda. Do you yes. know what I mean? Throughout yes. all the movies. Like, she is the she is the focal point. She is the one that is getting to emote. She's getting to drive all of the plot. And then Vision is kind of there. Whereas I feel like in these two episodes, Elizabeth Olsen's been awesome, but it's been a real shock to the system to see Paul Bettany get to, like, flex Absolutely. his chops a bit more. Definitely. Yeah. And I'm really glad to see um, a female character in the MCU come forward and, and lead the cast rather than just being some a, a plot device yeah I definitely think it's Scarlet Witch's time because ever mm. since she came in in 2015 I've been like she's one of those powerful characters she's got one of those interesting power sets yes. like mm. unlike uh, I think a problem with a lot of the MCU and I think it comes to a head in Civil War is a lot of the characters either have tech based abilities or they punch really hard mm. and then you get to like Civil War where it's like they've lined up all their heroes and it's like well Scarlet Witch and Vision are, and I guess now Spider-Man are kind of the only characters with like a really diverse yeah. power yes. set um, true. so it's interesting now to put them in their own show and be like this is where we're going to yes. explore all this stuff but it's also interesting that her powers don't manifest in the same way they do in the movies like she's always got that sort of red thing going oh, on yeah. with all her power but we don't mm. actually see that it's all very mm. bewitched and like lifting things up and, and I think they're practical effects by the way yeah it looks yeah. like it yes yeah. um, but I thought what was strange was things like like the I don't think because it's her it's not a reality it's whatever's going on in her head it's strange how she could like conjure up a dress but she couldn't conjure up a load of food and stuff like that yes so there's no clear rules to her powers currently but I think that's because it's not reality but I think that just adds to the fun doesn't it oh yes yeah. absolutely absolutely yeah it'll be interesting to see more of the real world stuff bleed in because obviously like we know Kat Dennings is coming back um what's the character's name Darcy from the first two Thor movies. Oh, I can't remember. It's been a while. Do you remember the, the, like, the comic relief one? Oh, yes. The one that's like, oh, yes. this is going on Facebook. And yes. all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she's coming back for this. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. but it's going to be like she's a doctor now. Like, obviously, she's a student in yes, those of ones. Yes, of course. Um, I always really like in the MCU when you don't see a character for ages and then they bring them back yes, because it makes definitely. it feel like a lived-in world. Yes. Yes. Do you think this might set up Natalie Portman coming back as well then? Be interesting, wouldn't it? So I'm also very intrigued that they're bringing her back. I, mean, that's, I think that's really cool. Because when they don't come back after a while, but they still mention them, you can feel the contract dispute, can't you? You can mm. feel that they haven't renewed their mm. contract with Marvel rather than it feeling like a living, breathing character that's just off somewhere. That's true. Yeah, but then so... suddenly when they do come back, then all those contract disputes feel a bit more real. Yeah. In the, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, well, I can believe that Thor broke up with Jane. Oh, no, no, sorry. She broke up with him. <laughs> <laughs> Because now she's back. She's a living, breathing person. Whereas when she breaks up with him and you ever see her again, that's a contract dispute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, so it's, it's news to her. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, aren't we an unusual trio? <laughs> <laughs> we should um, do the podcasts in like a the style of the era of the episode we watched. 
Oh, well, I would just do commit to the bit. Yeah. <laughs> play with oh, the, play wonder, with the I've forgotten the, the, the cable for your microphone. Yeah. Whatever will we do? Uh-huh. That's okay. We'll just share a microphone. And then we're like knocking each other's heads as we're like trying <laughs> to speak. Like, oh. We can change the high pass filter so it like sounds like we're, Crackly, the, like the we're on the radio. The time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been a horrible sound I just made. I'm very well, sorry. Well, I've got a hijinks style there. I was going to say I spilled my coffee over my Mac, but that, that would be less of a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, no no more liquid on Macs, please. No, no, we've read enough of that. Please. <laughs> oh, well, I'm very excited for, ne- for the next episode. Me too. I think it's only going to get weirder from here. So, And then as soon as this finishes, Falcon Winter Soldier. Which is, you know, which is what I've been really looking forward to of all the Marvel mm. announcements, really. Yep. Well, that really... was going to come first, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's only through... Uh, the pandemic that everything got shuffled around yes so which i always think is interesting isn't it because i reckon falcon winter soldier is going to be more of the crowd please more of what you were saying of like if i'm seven years old yes. i want to watch the whiz bang action mm-hmm. and then this was obviously the second thing that was going to come out so i think this was intended more as like a now let's get a bit of a head scratcher yes. but i'm glad it's come first it's yeah, really I'm, interesting i'm excited i'm really intrigued to see where it goes as well and i think that's exciting mm. like i feel like we we haven't really got much so far about where it's going I'm not quite sure where it's going to go um and i'm quite excited by that like not in a good, yeah. not in a bad way. Do you know what I mean like in a good way? Yes. I agree. I yeah. agree. Because isn't it nice that for once in the MCU we're watching something where it's not setting anything else up. Mm-hmm. There's no big cameo that's come in yet. It's just yeah. like, oh, Vision and Wanda have some guests for dinner, and they can't work out what their <laughs> yeah, calendar means. Exactly. Yeah. It's really, it's really nice to strip it back down. Yes. And, and prove that the characters are enough. Essentially. Hundred percent. Absolutely. Well, join us again next week for WandaVision episode three, and. I think it's Jewel of the Droids. Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Episode we, 6. We might do on. one or two Clone Wars episodes next week. Because I feel like the, for the singular episodes, particularly the, the first half of season one, do you know what I mean? It's quite... Yeah, yeah, yes. I think so too. You know what I mean? Just get get, get them out of the way. And I mm. promise I will play Kingdom Hearts and watch Solo. <laughs> yes, we still need to watch Solo. For more probability... What is it? Oh, you need to watch Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. So we've all got lots of homework. I don't. <laughs> you need to watch Star Trek. Oh, me. okay. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. I need to watch it again. <laughs> Could you give us a jingle to close out, Miss Charlie Lee? As we um, move into the 70s for next week. Give us a 70s jingle. A 70s jingle? Mm-hmm. Hmm. We'll see you next week. <laughs> oh that was terrible.